Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. We still may change our name to uh, Unknown Secrets of Digital Marketing. We've you know, Working on seen it. some traffic from that. Um, as always, we do have a tip from our previous podcast. This is Podcast 326. Thank you guys for tuning in. Our tip from our previous podcast is educate your reader to increase engagement. Look, anytime you can teach them something, something that they can take an action on immediately, they will most definitely engage with you more. Please remember, we are filmed live here in Houston, Texas, uh, and we are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position snatchers. And our mantra is... Do not be a douche. Don't be a douche. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a good look. Hey, we have a good article on PPC PPC, man. Punching the face to Pauline uh, Jacober. Bum. Pauline Jacober and the good folks over at Search Engine Land, different source today, posted this article, 12 Things Successful PPC Managers Do in the Morning. And so we'll dig in and see if these two things kind of line up with what we do. Very cool. Um, hey, if you can, you have some sort of electronic I- device at your disposal, which you probably do. Yeah. Go ahead. What should they tweet? Tweet us. Be sure to tag us in it at eWeb Results at Best SEO Podcast. Be sure to use the hashtag SEO Podcast. That way we can find you and link back up with you and do all of our social networking stuff. Excellent. Um, so if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, welcome. Howdy. We're glad to have How you. How you doing? If, you, if you've listened to this podcast before, hey, you're making a photographer laugh. If, if you've listened to this podcast before, uh, you know what we're about to skip. Yeah, uh, a whole bunch of social... I, got ton, I, got, I followed so many people back today. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm tired of following I'm that. I'm tired, yeah. Catch you, all the you skipped like five of them? No, I, hit, I got did 30. Oh, okay. I think it was about 30. It felt like 30. Oh, no, there's, there, I think there were a, an increase in a well, so, I know I ain't click a hundred times, but I did. <laughs> you I got did 30. Click 30. So you 70 uh, other people who followed us will probably get to that here I'll shortly. Get to you later. Yeah. We will tell you, though, how you can shiko us. So yep. I, well, I didn't explain it, right? So if we get a review and if we get at least 10 shikos. Yeah, shares, likes, and follows. On any one of our social platforms, then we skip teaching to talking about how, how you, you can, can review run. us. Exactly. So uh, what we do, do, though, is tell you where what you can we find do us. do, though. though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just flowing really smooth, isn't it? It just feels so natural. Um is uh, tell you how you can shiko us. Yep. So here are the places you can shiko. Uh, Facebook.com slash eWeb results. Twitter.com slash eWeb results. YouTube.com slash eWeb results. Instagram.com slash eWeb results. LinkedIn.com slash company slash eWeb results. All of those uh, will take you to our uh, social, social profile. media profiles, and we ask that you psycho us. Psycho us, share, like, or follow us. And hey, if you're watching the show right now, why don't you tweet about the show yeah, or share, share like, the show right follow now? Follow and I don't know how to get comment in there. Yeah, comment. Shy comment. Hey, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you uh, to join our team. Go ahead and give us a call, 713-510-7846. Leave an audio resume. If you're looking for a free website analysis, and I'm leaving out a very important word, comprehensive, comprehensive website analysis, then go ahead and go to our website, ewebresults.com. When you get there, you will see a very uh, prominent button, mm-hmm. uh, and click that to get your free website click analysis. Let me take this time to say this. For y'all who do that, like when you do that, like it's going to opt you in, and you're going to get another email to a, a longer page where you can put a longer... We're asking for more information, like right. who your, your keywords you're going after, who some of your competitors are. Yep. 
fill that form out. It really helps us do this comprehensive analysis. And more importantly, if I can just really be honest right now, uh, man, y'all making my numbers look bad when I'm seeing people go through the first form and not do the second one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so please, like, fill out the second form so I can so my numbers can look better. Thank you so much. So we get a little more balance. <laughs> I think we don't have Algo Cat today. No so, Algo Cat today. Um, let me, well, yeah. you know what? I got, I, this is this is algo cat word. Time for our favorite segment of the program, the, the algorithm, algorithm cataclysm. I wasn't gonna do it at first because it wasn't it wasn't organic redundant. Right, we right. use the algo cats reference organic yep, activity, yep. but we've been known for bringing algo cat really for anything that adjusts the search engine results page and and some process you might have. Yeah, exactly. And so in this case here, um, I think what I was gonna bring for part of my news today is probably algo cat worthy. So. The ad colors officially changed to green. To green, I saw it. Yeah, that's yeah. official. They so they tested it. They tested yellow. We saw that on your right, computer. Right, right. Then they tested green. But the other thing they were testing at the same time, which we didn't catch, was the color of the link. Okay, it's right. It's also green. They tested black. They tested blue, and they tested green. And we talked about them <laughs> changing the black to the blue to black. Yeah, we know, did. Right. And so now they're moving forward. Green, everything. Green ad symbol and green link. Mm, we talk I about dig green it. buttons, don't we? Green means... I can't remember. What does green mean? It means... <laughs> <laughs> I think in Google's, in, this, case. in Google's case, it means green means cha-ching. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. That's good. So I think that was... I think it's algo cat-worthy. Absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, I've got a little bit of news. This is kind of in- interesting. So... Uh, I've heard this before. I haven't really bumped into anybody. You know, there are people who are terrified of making left-hand turns. Uh, yeah, I know so. Okay, so you do so. So I, I, I don't. I just had heard about it at one point. Waze is uh, testing a feature. So Waze, W A Z E. You got it. <laughs> do you have a problem with making turns? It's a feature. You know how you can put in a in most. Yeah, you can filter no like, tollways or no this, no that, no left hand. Well, how much extra time does that add? If you fear left hand turns, do you, you don't care. You might if you in Houston. Well, it's kind of like if, if if toll roads are a problem, you don't like. It's not the issue of the time; it's the issue of the dollars on the toll road. Oh, yeah. It's the issue of that fear. So uh, they're going to be testing it in LA to begin with. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Plus thirty minutes on this trip because you don't want to turn left. Yeah, three three rights make a left. Two rights don't make a wrong, but the three left rights make a left. Uh, Google paid $550,000 to hackers. Mm-hmm. And these are people who turned in bugs on Android that they found in Android so that Google could fix them before, before the real hackers them. got them. Yep. Yeah. That's what's That's up. pretty cool. I could dig it. I like this. Um, That's the good hacking, by the way. Like, there, you know, that word hacker kind of gets a yeah. negative tone because yeah. it insinuates you're doing something you don't have no, no, no purpose to be doing. No positive value. Exactly. Right? But there are plenty of reasonable and logical and positive situations where hackers push the are necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you were in any listener right now, you had a really big site, really big brand, really big company, and you had the resources to invest in people trying to crack your code. You should, just so you can find those holes before somebody else does. Because there are probably holes. <laughs> there are probably some there. Yeah, so I thought this was interesting. Um, we all know the uh, the attack on the club in, in Orlando, mm-hmm. or at least here in the United States we do. Uh, a hacker added gay pride flags to... He, he hacked 
ISIS related accounts and added gay pride flags to them. Awesome. <laughs> Isn't that that's yeah, like, that is probably the arguably the best use of hacking I've ever yeah, heard. That, that yeah. goes into that positive yeah. Yeah, hacking I was just talking about. Yeah. yeah. They also added images saying, I love porn. Wow. <laughs> so that was pretty good. You got any any other news? I got plenty of reviews. I got right. plenty of news, man. Big news right here. Microsoft bought LinkedIn. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on, twenty six point two billion dollars. Can yeah. we get a, a cha ching for both parties? Yeah. I think it's a win win. Yeah. I think that with LinkedIn they were kind of, you know, plateauing and kind of hovering around looking for an opportunity to grow in how and I think Microsoft presents that I think with Microsoft being so business focused yep. that LinkedIn is the perfect way to get into the social media market good luck I really hope that works there is a lot of talk about being worried that they're going to break some of the components like they did on Skype but you know, well, that just comes to territory, and it is Microsoft, and so yeah, it probably will. will happen. <laughs> like, it's, it's what it is. Yeah, you know. But but I, at the same time, I feel like we'll probably get more usability out of it right. from a business perspective and from a corporate perspective, like with documents and Excel sheets and all kind of other Microsoft related stuff that's going to eventually make its way on the LinkedIn. Makes sense. Cool. So Apple Siri is coming to Mac devices. The Mac devices? Yeah, oh, so like I'm using a MacBook Pro, right? right? And when I want to do a search, I heck, I can use like the uh, the uh, Spotlight, and that'll search my laptop, right? right? Or if I'm in Chrome, I can, of course, you know, do some vocal searching there. But now they're adding Siri to the newest version of uh, our Mac OS that comes out. And then it's going to default to uh, to being searched. Cool. Pretty cool. I can dig it. Oh, uh, like Cortana is built into Windows 10. So, oh, yeah. yes, I read that also. Cortana is going to be built into LinkedIn. Ah, mm-hmm. interesting. They're calling it your, um, what was it? Your admin- professional administrative something or another. I could dig it. Oh, my last one is a Facebook update. You heard about the store visit conversions? Store visit conversions, no. Oh, man. So this is a new feature from Facebook rolled out last week. If you run an ad on Facebook, and let's say your ad is to or your retail store, your restaurant, your movies, your event, your venue, whatever it is, some physical brick and mortar place, right, right. Google, Facebook is going to identify who saw that ad and then cross-check that with their location history and send you a report telling you that they saw your ad and when they came to your place. Wow. That's huge. Wow. That's huge. So Attribution. Now, we always talk about attribution. You know, figuring out where did these people come from? We're about results. And so what's better than, hey, they actually came into your office or your restaurant after seeing the ad. That they saw last Four week. Four days after the ad. Awesome. So they call them the Facebook store visit con- uh, conversions. Nice. That's pretty huge. Very cool. All right, so I got a couple of reviews here, three to be exact. One is from uh, a, a very familiar guy, Chris Kiesling. He gave us uh, oh five, five stars. What it's up, boo boo? G plus. It says I've been doing business with eWeb for over four years now. I've had the pleasure to work with Charles, Chris, Jay, Dave, and Javier. Yeah, you will not find a more sophisticated group of men. They pay so close attention to the clients' needs and not their wants. That's an that's true. Yeah, in, it, in interesting. It unfortunately, creates challenges sometimes. sometimes yeah, <laughs> you don't really want that you need you think you, you want you it want that you don't need it yeah um, you don't are, even want it you just think you do yeah uh, they are truly the best internet marketing company in Houston Texas I personally recommend this company for all your internet marketing related needs keep up the awesome job punch in the face to you Mr. Keesling thank up, you man. appreciate it next is uh, Roman Stalmack 
if I'm saying that Star correctly. Trek, yeah. It's on Facebook, and it is, of course, Fastos. It says, team of professionals who consistently who who consistently push the boundaries of technology. Yeah, awesome. I, I think we tried it. Punch in the face to you, Mr. Roman. And finally, we've got Mike D1. This is on Stitcher. Thank you, by the way, for going on to Stitcher yeah, and adding a review. You. Uh, and it is, of course, Fastos. It says, uh, extremely helpful. This is a great podcast for learning more about the world of SEO. The podcast is full of extremely helpful tips and advice. These guys do an outstanding job of presenting the material in a fun, easy-to-understand manner. It's just a great podcast for SEO-related information. Punch yeah, in the face to you. you. Internet marketing-related. SEO, pay-per-click, we're going to talk about today. And, and maybe email marketing next week. We'll see, but... But appreciate it. Great yeah, punch in the absolutely. face. Absolutely, punch in the face. Might go leave us some reviews on SoundCloud. Are we over there yet? Yeah, we're we've got okay. we've got a listing over there. We haven't migrated everything over there. Eventually, we're going to get everything over there. Uh, so yeah, look us up on SoundCloud. That'd yeah, cool. shout out to the guy who hit me up on Twitter. He was like, "Man, at eWeb Results, I don't use at SoundCloud." Right. So then I hit him back like, "At why or what do you use?" Right. He didn't respond to it, but we'll see. We have um, we did get a call from a new pro- podcast listener mm-hmm. who found us on G. On, on, on Google. Google Play. Yeah. yeah. I, as they, we got a link. We I added it. I was like, oh, I'll spend 10 minutes to do this. It took 25. And um, and boom. We so, got a fan out of it. Absolutely. Very cool. All right. That is the potatoes of our podcast. Time to get into the meat. So like I said, punch in the face, man, to Pauline Jacobur or Jacobur. Excuse me, Pauline, if I'm screwing that up. My bad. Uh, she and the good folks over at Search Engine Land. You know how she could fix it? Uh, put some like a uh, uh, parentheses with the pronunciation. Oh, okay. Just call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And say thanks for covering my article on your most popular SEO <laughs> podcast, and this is how you pronounce. So my yeah, name. do that. Then tweet me with the phonetic spelling there you and go. pronunciation yep. of your name. But she posted this article on Search Engine Land. Um, she says twelve things successful PPC managers do in the morning. Every morning. Every morning. I like that. And yeah, even so Pauline, your, your title got me. Cause one, because it's something we've been talking about internally about, you know, things we should be doing Processes, for our pay-per-click yeah. clients in the morning. We already got a certain subset of stuff we automatically do. But, you know, I was curious to see what other things we might be missing. Right. And but one, before we get into it, one of the things I realized quickly as I went through the article is that she's really talking about um, bigger budget clients. Oh, okay. And so you got, you know, you taking hundreds of thousands of dollars in clicks and managing, you know, tens of thousands of dollars then yeah you, some of these things you should be doing daily every morning but I realized that some of the others um, depending on the budget you're working with probably could be done weekly with that being said what um, I really like is that there's there's actually one task for each donut yeah exactly the whole dozen the whole dozen she starts off she says as a high level PPC manager Keyword high level, right? right? PPC manager, uh, you want to you want your team to have a good grasp on what's happening in their accounts daily, and you want to be able to get the information that will help you help them. Here are just a couple reasons a morning check in can help you create a successful day ahead. And um, and like I said, she's geared towards high level accounts, um, and I think smaller accounts are kind of more of our client base right. and more the people who who maybe fans even who are watching. So if you're under you know two three k a month, um, then maybe these all of these. Not be applicable to you, but definitely something you should be doing at least weekly. If you had a time to do it daily, you should. Uh, so, number one, one, she says, add negative keywords. Right, as simple as it says, but when you're dealing with a huge budget and you're dealing with uh, tons of phrases, yeah, you want to add negative keywords daily. Okay, 
All right, uh, technical difficulties. Charles is plugging back in. That's a little odd. Yeah, I wonder. She says, uh, add negative keyword. She says, when you're working with clients that have clicks in the hundreds of dollars, you can't afford to let junky keywords slip through. She's absolutely right. If you're, you know, I heard you talking to, who was you talking to earlier? David? David. About the personal injury yeah, attorney? 125 was one, and he was saying that there's some truck, uh, uh, truck injury attorney kind of thing out of Dallas that was in the 500s. Yeah. yeah. So if, if let's say you just happen to have that that huge attorney budget and you managing a hundred thousand dollars a month and you paying for a hundred and fifty dollar per click key phrases, you can't afford to let uh, some negatives go through there and and charge you one hundred twenty five for a click that's not relevant at all. Again. Right, so I mean, adding negative yeah, keywords means you've already you've already lost one hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> exactly. You just don't want to have to explain why you lost it five times. In exactly. Just two. Yeah. So you want to add your negative keywords daily. Check your search terms. Right. Yeah. Not, a lot of problems I see most novices or kind of newer people will make. They'll look at their keywords and AdWords will report the clicks for those keywords. But if you don't click search terms, then you realize that these are just the keywords you actually chose, yeah, not necessarily the ones. You're getting searched for depending on your match type. Yeah. Right. If they're all exact match, then it is what it is. But if you're a phrase match or God forbid broad match, then check your search terms because you're likely paying for clips that aren't relevant to you. Add and remove them frequently. It's the second yeah. thing I ask. Like you want to check come, you know, pretty often. That's one of those things you should do daily is check your negatives. Yeah. Number two. two. She says, um, exclude irrelevant Google Display Network sites, right? So you're running some remarketing campaign or some Display Network campaign, Absolutely. and you're yeah. running ads, right? And now these ads are showing up in every, and all over Google's uh, GDN, the Google Display right, Network, right. right? You wanna you wanna change that? You wanna remove the ones that that aren't relevant? Yeah. Right. For example, <clears throat> if you didn't disable um, um, apps. For example, then you may be getting hundreds of thousands of impressions in these random Google mobile apps that are all through the Google Play Store that have right. no relevancy to you, your client base, your business, your target audience, or any of that. Well, but at least a it's whole running lot of, up impressions. At least a whole lot of children are seeing it. <laughs> who will probably clicking it, frankly, yeah, on accident. Yeah, this is my six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, like ooh, eh, that's yeah. pretty. Click, yeah, and cost. so cost exactly. And now you get tons of clicks and wasted budget and and tons of impressions and bad numbers and your stats don't look good. Because you're running ads in the wrong display networks. Now, I will say this. Not only should you remove the ones you don't like, since you're there, go ahead and take the time and add some placements to the ones you do like. Yeah, Yeah, find where most of your clients search online. Where do they, where do they reabsorb their blog content? Where do they, where do they um, read the news at, right? And then if these sites happen to offer Google display ads, then add those domain names to your managed placements. Take advantage. Three. Nothing better than yeah. than than a, than a remarketing ad on a site you frequent. Yeah, it is way it just has a, a different experience. So if you're uh, let's say you remodel homes, right, and you have a remarketing ad showing on HGTV, you're gonna have way better engagement from that customer who's already been to your site. Yeah, because it's a remarketing ad versus showing this ad on sports on ESPN site. 
Right, still a remarketing ad, and so that means I also saw it. This is why I'm seeing it again. Right. But you caught me when I'm looking at sports. If you catch me while I'm looking at HGTV, which is relative to what you do, I'm subject to click your ad more. More likely, yeah, it's relevant. It's it, a good example is a, one of our clients. We just built a web for, site for them. That we haven't convinced them to do internet marketing yet. They should. Uh, he approached me and he was like, "So how'd you get your ad on MSN?" Oh, it's like at first I was like, "We're not running ad." Oh, remarketing. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Very cool. Uh, number three, three, check your ad spend, right? This is something that should be doing daily. <laughs> she said it's a no-brainer to verify that the budget is still on track. And she's absolutely right. Make sure that you got budget there. Right. Make sure that it's not overspending. Make sure it's not underspending. Make sure that your daily budget hasn't ran out. The check, credit card is still valid. Check your click costs. Maybe you need to raise your budget. You know, those type of things you don't know if, if you're not checking your budget. Yeah. So, check your, check your ad spend daily. Failing. Number four. Four. Well, all these do kind of seem daily, don't yes. we? <laughs> Number four, she says track leads, right. right? And she's talking about daily, maybe. But she says, did you pull in any leads or new revenue from the day before? Good question. Yeah. Uh, great to know. And if you have a dedicated person specifically for pay-per-click management. And the volume. Yeah. And the volume to compensate for that, then Absolutely. Check because it is good to know which paid leads you have, right? From what the sales team and the marketing team needs to know. These paid leads came in, and then depending on your process, hopefully you can take those leads, maybe get with your sales team or your customer service team and figure out which ones actually converted. Right. Okay, these had a high online conversion rate, meaning they clicked my ad and landed on my site and actually filled out a form, right? There's one that's two different conversions. Right. One from ad to click, one conversion, and then right. once you got to my site you actually clicked and filled out my form, which is second lead. conversion. Yeah. And now if your sales team and your customer service team can report back to you that this lead actually converted to a client Third conversion. That's yeah. the data you want to go back and amplify that paid campaign because it apparently took someone through the entire process. So the target is C cubed. C cube, exactly. Yeah. Conversion, conversion, conversion. Yeah, okay. we, yeah, we might need to spend some time. You came up with one, another one. Another one, the other. Man, you got to get them when I good. say yeah, them, dude, because yeah. I don't even right. remember what that was. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Oh, no, no, it was uh, results. Um, uh, opti- results optimization. Yeah, that's what it was. So, yeah, C cubed, conversion, conversion, conversion. And that's from, from the search to the actual on site conversion to becoming a lead. You want, and then you want to track that, especially from a pay-per-click. The main reason you want to track that from pay-per-click, by the way, we'll track it from PPC or newsletter or Google Organic or direct visits or foot traffic or however it comes in. But the main reason you want to track it daily from your pay-per-click is because pay-per-click is the one thing that you can make adjustments on the fly that don't require much time or effort. Like, oh, so all of these guys turned into clients? Increase spend, increase budget. Increase spend elsewhere. <laughs> you pause everything up. We call it pouring gasoline <laughs> on the fire. Exactly. And so you can do that with pay-per-click. With SEO, it's like, oh, okay, note to self. Create campaign. Write content. Develop. It's a yeah. process. With pay-per-click, it's like 15 minutes to make this change. Turn the heat up. Yeah. Exactly. So so do that. Uh, number five. Five. Oh, again, that may lead to budget change. Okay, yeah, number five. She says, uh, check for top spenders. This is an awesome one here because I know people who overlook this. She says, if the spend is unusually high on a campaign, then check your search queries and see if it was a busy day. You might need to start adding some negatives or seeing or checking some keywords or something else. And at the end of the day, 
She's right. It's important to know where your budget is going. Right? You need to know which campaign is spending all of your budget, how that budget is actually how that campaign is converting, how how the how it's engaging. Is it sending tons of traffic with with low bounce well, with high bounce rates and low time on site and no conversions? You need to know that so yeah. you can go back and make some adjustments. And so so check your for your top spenders. Is everything is spending equally as you kind of said it? Um, then you're probably good. Something you can quickly glance at from the dashboard view. It's interesting because you may see a top spender and say, oh, great, it's spending well and, and it's sending lots of traffic. Mm-hmm. And if you're not reviewing it, potentially daily, yeah. uh, and, and then all of that is never turning. They never fill out a form. Their they balance rate is super high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Stop spending that money, potentially. Number six. Six. She says, get a bird's eye view. Right? Mm-hmm. She says, while knowing what happened yesterday is important, you also need to take a bird's eye view if you spot any inconsistencies. And she's absolutely yeah. right. She's looking for inconsistencies like, oh, why did I get this spike all of a sudden? Or why did during this time period my bounce rate triple? Or why did, why did my sales stop? During this time. And so that's why you need to kind of get out of the campaign, if you will, and back up a little bit, 30,000 bird's eye view, and look down at the campaign. Maybe look at the company. Talk to your client. If you're internal, then talk to some other departments. Figure out what has changed. Because some of the things might have changed. For example. Right. Maybe your web team made some changes to the pages, and now you're sending pages to a page that don't exist no more. Right. That's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> That's yeah. a problem. And if you're not looking at it daily, you don't catch that. Or maybe weekly, if you don't take that bird's eye view, you don't catch that. Right. You just realize that, man, you wasted a lot of budget and didn't get any action for it. Yeah. Right? Or, or or I like this one. Maybe maybe you're leading to a broken page. Or maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe your merchant feed upload is expired. Right? And you yeah. just haven't looked at it from a top view to figure out, oh, my merchant fee. Why why are my ads not showing up in the you know on the search results page? And so take the time, fall back and kinda get out of the trees, if you will, and, and look at it. Yep. Uh let's see here. Number seven. Seven. Seven, she says, uh, uh, verify the ad positions, right? So first, second, third, you know, or at the bottom, six, seven, eight, you know what I'm saying? Verify your ad positions. She says, are your ads displaying in a position on the search results um, that you expect? Are they? If they are, then great. Look at it, you know, okay, yeah, everything is about average 2.2, it's about what I'm bidding for, then great. But if you got some at one and some at six or some not high enough to be shown on the first page, Make some adjustments, yep. unless that's your target. Unless that's, that's your, your target. target. Yeah, yeah, if you want it to low bid and high bid here, then then great. You're just checking your ad positions. The key is check it and don't just set it and forget it because you you'll end up wasting some money. Let's see here, number eight. Eight. She says, I like this one. Track the threshold of pain. <laughs> <laughs> so dig what she says the threshold is. She says, the, the rule is, once the campaign or ad group or keyword is nearing the threshold of pain, the edge of where we're comfortable spending money on it, we then dig into Google Analytics to see if there are any assisted conversions happening. If everything looks blah, then we go ahead and pause it. That, I, I totally understand the yep. threshold of pain because I've been in there, right? I'm yep. in, I mean, I literally run to the threshold of pain for our clients every day to see how we can improve how can we make things better what needs to change what needs not to change right and and you have to find it i guarantee you every campaign you have isn't performing right great 
right? And it's performing marginally enough to maybe get some leads or maybe it's sending decent traffic. They're engaging well. They're looking at pages. They're spending time, but they're, they're not converting. Threshold, right? Like, right. ooh, do I really want to get rid of this traffic? Because maybe it's attribution. Right. Maybe they're doing some other stuff. And it's a necessary It's a necessary of step of the puzzle. And that yeah. puzzle, that may just cost me $800 right. a month. Yeah. You know, it just may be what it is. But if you're not looking at your analytics, keyword, what you said, dig into the analytics to determine that, then you don't know. Then you end up saying, oh, man, there was no convergence coming from there. And you pause that campaign. Yep. And then all of a sudden... Your other conversion stopped yep. because that was part of the funnel that you didn't recognize. Yep. Look, track the threshold of pain. Great tip right there. Number nine. Nine. She says, follow PPC channel performance. Great one. She says, find out how PPC is stacking up against other channels in terms of driving revenue by taking a peek into your analytics. We wanted the reports I send all the time. I call it goal completions. And it'll show you how many conversions you had or how many goals you had, whether they were phone calls or form submissions from or sales, Google yeah. Organic or, or on our sales. Yeah, from Google Organic, from Google Paper Click, from whatever your referral sources are. Right. Follow that. And at the end of the day, if you have a pay-per-click budget and it's active, then you want to see PPC on that list because at the end of the day, you're paying to get leads. And yeah. so you want you want to see pay-per-click as one of the top sources uh, for your goals. Um, like I said, unless, unless you're using it for something different. Maybe you're just doing branding. And so all your ads are, are you know, company name based. All your remarketing ads are strictly just for branding. And that's a little different. You may not necessarily see many conversions from that, but if you're aggressively going after services and things like that and product sales, uh, then yeah, and you've got a budget behind it, you want to see Google CPC in your goal completions report. Number 10. 10. Uh, she says, read your AdWords alerts. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm privy to not doing yeah. that. <laughs> she says, uh, within these alerts can be nuggets of useful information that can cause your ads to stop running. Yeah, like when your card is about to expire, right? Or, or your merchant feed expired, or your ad is disapproved, or your call tracker number is disapproved, or, or all sorts of other notifications that Google will give you. But if you're not looking at the, at the notifications, then you don't know that. Yep. The key is... We understand that Google's trying to get paid, right? And so when that first notification says, add these 1,200 words to your campaign, yeah, don't buy that truck. That's right. just Google going, going green on you, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but read the rest of them, right? And you may want to fish through those because there yeah. have been great keywords yeah. in there. You know, just don't make the mistake of add them all, oh, leaving yeah. them broad match, and mm. then not checking it. Yeah, add Not a couple good. of them, and then some of them you may actually need to be negatives. Yeah, and that's a exactly. good way to see yeah. where those negatives go. Yeah, we'll add that. that one. That's gonna be horrible. Yeah, a negative. <laughs> and so, so you want to go through those notifications because at the end of the day, it's automated, is algorithmic driven by your campaign, and so all those notifications, Google feels that you could benefit from it in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. Takes them a few minutes to look at it. Number eleven. Eleven. She says identify fluctuations. Mm, she says seeing large fluctuations in ad spend from what you're used to can mean that something is up internally. She's yeah. absolutely right. All of a sudden you get an increase in spend and you don't know why. Check with your client. Yeah. Your client could have very well done something internally, could have done something in the news, could have done something anywhere that caused your ads to go up. Good way. Yeah. The, the good example of that would be. Uh, let's say you have a branded campaign. Yeah, I was thinking right? of that too. And then client gets in trouble, gets a negative review, gets some bad press, and all of a sudden everybody's searching for them by name. 
now all of a sudden your click cost goes up because you have a branded campaign. Right. Good news, right? Here's here's I was sharing this with somebody the other day. They weren't getting it. Maybe hopefully they listen in right now. This is how you can use pay-per-click to combat negative reviews in case that situation did happen to you. Well, why not go ahead and pay to put your message up top? No, this is what really happened yeah. with your link. Land him on the landing Land page on the that page. describes the real story. <laughs> exactly. And you can control the messaging. You can control what they say. You can control where they land. You can control how many times they see this ad. Take advantage yeah. and use pay-per-click to, uh, to, to monitor your brand. That ain't one of her points. That's ours. Um, but yeah, you do want to identify the fluctuations because that type of situation can create fluctuations in your paid account. Yep. Last one. She well, says number twelve. She says, uh, watch anything that's new." Right. She said the first few hours and days are often the most critical for newly launched campaigns. And she's right. You launch it, you add your budget. Do not set it and forget it. Launch mm-hmm. it, add your budget, and you check it the next day. Right. Make sure that you didn't have an old crap moment and miss a checkbox yeah. or something like that. And then check it again two days later. Yeah. Make sure it's all legit. And then if it's spending well, you see some leads coming in, you get a couple calls. Adding okay. some negative keywords. Yeah, yeah, then you can monitor it and then probably get to a situation where you can check it weekly because it's performing well. But, but once you launch it, yeah, you need to spend that first couple of days every day looking at it, tweaking it, making sure um, that it's legit. Yep. Um, she, she ended with this in her final thoughts. She says, um, it's worth noting that no two PPC accounts are alike. So when you're putting together your morning routine, you may find the need to add a few steps based on the needs of the account. And I totally agree. At the end of the day, no two accounts are alike. I don't care if they're in the same industry, same city, same budget. They just not gonna be alike. It just is what it is. Yep. And so, um, so, um, so, so, figure out what's necessary for you, right? That you can get the best results for your clients. If you're an agency, maybe you're in house right now to figure out what works with your schedule and that budget, and then make the right adjustments because you know certain things you're just gonna have to do every day. Other things you can do weekly. Some things you can probably do monthly. Man, so punch in the face to you, uh, Pauline uh, Jacober and the good folks over at Search Engine Land. Punch in the face. Yeah, 12 things successful PPC managers do in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. All right, cool. I forgot to give a petif uh, in, in the earlier section. This one is to Michael Dale. Uh, okay. Spelled it differently, and it's goviralwebdesign.com. Had a great conversation with him. He's a, he's a podcast listener, so uh, punch in the face to you, mm-hmm. Michael Dale. Face, Interesting. Um, anything? Uh, anything else? You got, got some blank stare. Is it blank stare or what news? Oh, so so this is this is what news, and then and then we got some okay. after that. What news? I like that. <laughs> yeah, this one is bad too. So this 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 what news goes to the unknown, unnamed, uh, sexist Google shareholder. Right, okay. so they had their week, their, their annual shareholders meeting last week, right? And according to Business Insider, the investor made a sexist remark at the company's annual shareholder meeting last week. He addressed his question to Ruth Porat. Now, Ruth Porat, she's the uh, CFO, right, over at Google, right? But he addressed her as the lady CFO. <laughs> and then when he got talking to the senior vice president, he called him Mr. Drummond. Oh. Went back to her and referred to her as the lady CEO, wow. CFO. Like, come on, Mr. Shareholder. At the end of the day, women are brilliant. Women, yeah. <laughs> like, this is not the time to be sexist. This right. is not the time to. It's not the to, environment. Yeah, yeah, like, come on, dude. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. Get right. off of that. That's, that's so 
fifties. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's 2016 right now. Right. And uh, my last, uh, uh, this one, do a moment of silence. Yeah. I'm do a moment of silence right now for the for the for the families and the people in Orlando, Florida, on um, that club post who lost their lives and those people who were injured. Yeah. Uh, due to due to this terrorist attack, uh, my hearts are prayers are with you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah a horrible experience. Sucks. All right, so that wraps up our podcast. Um, if you are looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-67224. It's not 2224. It's 6724. Um, watch our calls double because of that. Yeah, <laughs> hey, remember we were filmed live. <laughs> West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. You didn't do the H town. I know I didn't. I was just I was I was actually thinking about the the the, the sexist shareholder. Yeah. And Google actually did something really, really cool about that. Oh yeah? Yeah. The day after that, they called it Lady Day. Everybody changed their titles to the lady this, to the lady oh, that, to wow. the lady. Yeah, they laid it on heavy. They had like t-shirts the whole nine. Wow. I thought that was just kind of cool. cool. Um, like guys did it everybody yeah, did it yeah so that's what's the up the lady Google. client result advocate um, alright so you can get a transcript a video or listen audio. to the audio yeah. at our website ewebresults.com of this podcast obviously um, hey you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast often, on iTunes how often would a, a weekly never mind infographic <laughs> podcast infographic be yeah, it would be hot. Yeah, <laughs> summarize it. It could be called the lady, the the lady infographic this time. Um, you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. Thank you. Appreciate uh, we it. We really appreciate it. We're on SoundCloud. Go check us out there. We're on Twitter. Go check us out there. We actually show the video. This video is broadcast live on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the other the video YouTube of our archive. Everything's all out there. Uh, thank you guys for making us the most po- popular podcast on iTunes. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely, headed my way Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl Pining, shining, needing some play Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so She's gonna set me free In my daydream She's my fantasy If I find her I'll die happily Balance check, balance check Two, three, two, three six Three twenty-six, huh? Uh. SEO Podcast Three twenty-six, we talking twelve tips To your pay-per-click So fall back, turn it up, man Get comfy, you can learn a lot Listening to Chris and Chucky uh, that's what it is, man. It's your podcast, 326. 326. Let's go. Boom.